What's up guys? This is just a quick reminder to check out quasarcomponents.com if you haven't already. That's where we're going to go through all 72 of Quasar's components. I'm going to teach you every single one of them. There's a whole bunch of extra cool like bonus materials that are specifically designed to help you build Quasar applications front end and we do even a little bit of back end stuff as well. So if you're interested in that, check out quasarcomponents.com and this is going to be the only place that you can get a limited edition Quasar t-shirt. To the best of my knowledge, this is actually the only official Quasar t-shirt and it's going to be built by the guy that created uh, the Quasar the Quasar logo. His name's Niccolo. He's an absolute design genius. Love the guy. Super nice. So check out quasarcomponents.com if you're interested in that. All right, onto the podcast. I just had this thought on my mind and thought I'd share it with you all on this podcast because it's a useful thought. And the thought is this, and by the way, the reason I'm bringing it up is because I found this to be a huge problem in my own life as a developer. And so I wanted to share it with all of you to see if you can also identify this problem uh, within yourself. And then we can sort of come up maybe as a community, a way to sort of uh, overcome this and fix it. And so the thought is this. Often I will say to myself, we need to do X, Y, Z. And then it kind of just goes into this bucket at the end of, at the back of my mind and then totally disappears. Like I'll give you an example. I might say, for example, we need to organize our files better, right? Because at the moment, or at least when we first started out, we're starting to change this now. Um, but when we first started out with this project years ago, it was very simple, at least the one I'm working at at work, where we had a flat file structure, all of my models just sat in the same directory, totally didn't matter, I was the only developer, I knew where everything was, and it was fine. But then, now that we've got somebody else on board, we need to organize our files a little bit better. And so, I find myself just saying like, oh, I need to organize this better. However, the problem with just making a statement like that is it's completely useless. It's not productive. It's just, I mean, it's not completely useless because you're pointing out a problem. But whenever you have thoughts like this, whenever I have thoughts like this, I found that the best thing to do is follow it up with something like, and this is how I'm going to do it right? Or here's an example of what that might look like. So I can then kind of write it down or gather these thoughts together and then share it with the team. So using this original example with uh, the file structure, I could say, we need to uh, fix our file structure so it's easier to understand. How about we start putting all of our models inside of a folder um, for all of our view components? Let's put them or let's, let's organize them all by models, right? Uh, and then we've actually got something actionable that we can start having a conversation on. And then if once we've if we agree on that and we go, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's it's a good starting point for all of our models. Let's put all of our view components in there so that we can put inside of that directory things like tables and forms and all of our composables. All that stuff can then sit in that directory. Um, and then later on we can then organize it a little bit further. So. This is so much more helpful. Now I can go to um, Pat, who's the guy that I work with. Uh, he's the first guy we brought on the team. Absolutely amazing, awesome developer. Um, love his work. And I can go to him and say, and in fact, I did this today. How about uh, on, the fr on the front end for all of our uh, components, how about we nest them where it makes sense inside of a directory? And the, the name of that directory will be the name of that model that it's for. Let me give you a better example of this. Maybe you've got a user model, 
This is a great example because pretty much every app has one. And so we create a user directory and then any for and then we can put inside of that a forms directory and then all of the user related forms. And then we could have a table directory for all of our you know displaying of the users on in a table. And then inside the table directory you can have things like a columns file and all that kind of stuff. And this is so much more helpful. In smaller projects, this makes no sense at all for smaller projects. It's just overkill. But now that I'm building something larger, I find myself thinking, oh man, I don't want to put all of these columns inside of um, inside of my FCFC, inside of my um, single file component, because it's completely bloating it up. It's I've got like half of my SFC is just the names of what, like all of the column settings for my table. It's ridiculous. It needs to be in its own file. But I always just kind of went, oh, I don't really know, you know, where to. I don't know where to put it. Do I just put it in a tables columns folder, or do I create a folder called table columns or whatever? And that, you know, that's kind of gross. It doesn't really make sense. But now that we're creating this folder for everything, it's just going to make a whole lot more sense. Anyway, I'm going to do a podcast on this later talking about um, the things that I've discovered about organizing your code and how there's different levels of organization and how you start with basically no organization for simple projects. And then there's kind of, you know, sort of three steps up that chain to make your code more organized. In fact, I think I might have talked about this in the past. But the, yeah, the whole point of this podcast is to say, if you're like me and you've hit that situation where you say, oh, we need to do this, or we need to do that, or we, you know, I'll, I'll give you another example. Um, Docker, our, currently our Docker setup is not great. We used Laradoc at the beginning because we have a Laravel project. And basically what I did is I started with that and started stripping stuff away. And that worked okay to begin with, but it's kind of gross. It's very big, um, lots of unnecessary Docker stuff going on there. It takes a long time to build. Um, and then every time we change, like it's got environment variables and you'll change an environment variable that changes something deeper inside of the build. And therefore it takes a long time to rebuild when you change an environment variable. There's just all this gross stuff. And it was a great starting point, but we've kind of outgrown it now. And so we're trying to use Laravel sale now uh, to manage our Docker environment. and But that's the point. I Originally, I said, oh, I need to fix the Docker setup. Uh, you know, the Docker setup is crap. And oh, you might say, for example, oh, the way we handle environment variables is bad. Um, but it's so much better to say, um, our Docker environment is not very good. And one of the reasons is because the environment variables don't make a lot of sense. They should be more hard-coded. They don't belong in environment variables. So therefore, I'm going to start migrating a lot of these environment variables and hard coding them into the container, right? That's something actionable. That's something I can have a discussion with somebody about. It's a starting point. And it means that, for example, if I have a meeting related to this topic, related to um, how we manage our, our Docker stuff, I can now get very specific and we don't waste our time going, oh yeah, it's crap because of this, or oh yeah, it's crap because of that. We can get specific straight away and that meeting becomes very productive because we're actually figuring out um, more solid concepts. We're figuring out more solid things, actionable things that we can actually do to improve our system. And so if you're ever doing this in your life, it's not just a coding related thing as well. Like, Actually, I'll give you another example. These examples are great. You could say our kitchen is always messy. We need to get better at cleaning the kitchen. That's not helpful. No one's going to make change based on that. It's better to say something like, at seven o'clock every night, I'm going to start cleaning the kitchen 
And what I'm going to do is I'm going to start from this end of the kitchen and make my way to the other end. Coming up with a strategy like that, this is something that will actually spur action and cause a solution um, to your problem. And so I wanted to share that with all you guys. I think it's... um something that I've found particularly helpful in my own life. And if you come up with a problem and you decide, you know what, this problem isn't an urgent enough problem, it's probably better that you just drop it and you move on with your life and you start prioritizing and find other things to work on. At least this is what I found. Maybe you can write it in a to-do list, but I don't find that particularly helpful because the to-do list just gets really long and then disappears. Uh, I personally think that it's better to say, okay, is this a high priority problem? Um, or at least a medium priority problem. If yes, what am I going to do about it? Once I decide what I'm going to do about it, then I can start having a discussion um, about that with somebody or maybe I'll wait till the end of the day and go, all right, let's um, let's chip away at this problem um, with this solution that I've thought up at the end of the day uh, rather than just letting it float around in your head. That's another thing. If, the, if you have too many problems floating around in your head, it means it's much harder to focus. At least this is what I found. Like if I'm constantly just picking at things in my code base and being like, that's bad, this needs to be fixed, or that's bad. I, either I need to fix it straight away, come up with a plan moving forward to go on um, and fix it in the future, or delete it from my brain. If it's not important enough, delete it from my brain. Don't worry about it. Decide to move on with my life. Otherwise, you end up with all of these ideas and this this this. This is where that overwhelming feeling gets. You know, where you got a spaghetti code base and you're like, I don't know what to do about this, and I feel gross every day at work. Um, that's where that comes from. Where you've got lots of problems and no solutions. So anyway, I hope you found this useful. I love talking about this stuff. And hey, check out quasarcast.com slash register if you want to learn about Quasar-related stuff. I plan on doing series in the future about this, about organizing your code at a more enterprise level with Quasar. I think the community is really hungry for this. I'm personally hungry for this. I want to I want to get deeper into not just how to use Quasar, but how do we use it in a large production code base. So that's some of the stuff that we'll be talking about in the future. So check out quasarcast.com slash register if you're interested. I've, uh, I'm about halfway through the component getting started series at the moment um, where I go through, not getting started series, sorry. I'm almost halfway through doing a video for every single Quasar component and hopefully we'll be able to get that into the docs. So definitely um, register soon because you'll be the first to know about that um, and first to see all of those videos as they start to get released. So thanks for listening and remember... There is nothing you can't build.